Not everybody's praising God right now. We need everybody. Nobody's exempt. Come on. Come on. We got to worship him today. He's worthy of all the praise. Amen. Won't you lift your voice up right now? Come on. The ball games get more excited than that. expecting today amen amen it's so good to walk into a holy ghost filled church well a church that there's a demonstration of the holy ghost amen that the worship team knows how to bring us into his presence right you you just didn't walk into any church you walked into a Holy Ghost church. A Holy Ghost church. Espiritu Santo. Fuego. Fire. Amen. Amen. Give honor, Brother Sister V. We love, we love you so much. Me and my family. I'm glad my wife and my two girls got to spend the, the weekend with me. Amen. And help me. Amen. Minister, that's what we're called to do, to minister. Not to be up on some kind of lawfully, but to minister. Jesus said he came to seek and to save that which was lost, to bind the brokenhearted. Amen. Heal the sick, to rescue. Amen. To break chains. Right? Amen. You turn to the book of Job. I'm not going to read the whole passage, but it's two scriptures and I'm going to let you be seated. Job chapter 1. I had a heavy burden this morning when I woke up. And I know what God's wanting to do today. There was a man in the land of us whose name was Job, and that man was perfect and upright and he feared God and he eschewed evil and he had, the Bible says he had seven sons and three daughters and his substance his material things he was rich the Bible says seven thousand sheep and three thousand camels and five hundred yoke of oxen five hundred she asses and a very great household so that is this man was the greatest of all the men of the east Let's, let's pray right now. God, we already thank you for what you've done. Those that you've been touching, the moment that we walked through the doors into the prayer room this morning. To minister to your people, God, to edify the body. Those that are guests today, God, you're reaching out to touch them today. You're strengthening them, Lord, and helping them. You're pulling them and you're bringing conviction. God, we love you today. Won't every hand just go up right now? Just as a sign of surrender, Lord, here I am in your presence. Just tell the Lord, be honest. Do what you want to with me today, God. Come on. Go ahead and tell him, Lord, I want you to help me today. Help me to recognize your voice, to recognize what you're doing. Come on, I, I want to hear everybody praying. Lord, help me. 
It's not hard to say that. Help me, Jesus. Help me, Jesus. Help me, Jesus. Help me, Jesus. Amen. Thank you for standing. You can be seated. End of July 29th, my mother-in-law went in for open-heart surgery. I had asked my wife if it's okay to talk about this today. And she said it'd be okay because I felt it heavy on my heart this morning that God wants to minister to some people. She went in the end of July for just a routine open heart surgery. And the heart surgery went very it went very good. And she went home for a couple weeks. But the wire that that she they wired her sternum back together got infected in her bone and her skin so she had to go back and so they had to open her up and she was she remained pretty much open to the probably the last two weeks till she passed away but in the midst of this when she was opened up she was coughing and she was sick and her rib poked a hole in her heart and so it caused her blood pressure to drop and she already had a bad liver and her kidneys failed and so it was, it was after about close to six weeks in the hospital, it was one surgery after another, infection after another, one thing after another, that she suffered so much in, in the last few weeks, and, and she passed away. And, and he said, why am I telling you this today? Because I want, I want to talk about Joe for a minute. Bible says that he was a great man and he feared God. He was a perfect man. The Bible says that he sacrificed continually for his sons. The Bible says while they were feasting, he was sacrificing. He was doing everything that he knew to do what was right. Everything that he knew how to do for God, he was doing it. I believe that. He was sacrificing for his family, for his sons and daughters while they were enjoying life. He went out in the mornings. And the Bible says he rose up early in the morning and offered burnt offerings according to the number of them all. For Job said, it may be that if my sons have sinned and cursed God in their hearts, does the Bible said he continually sacrificed unto God. He continually, every day, he got up and he did what was right in the sight of the Lord. Anybody know what I'm talking about today? The Bible said there was a day when the sons of God came to present themselves before the Lord. And Satan came also among them. And the Lord said unto Satan, Whence comest thou? And Satan answered the Lord, he said... From walking to and fro in all the earth. You know, it's amazing that the Bible says that Satan has to walk to and fro, but the Bible says that God, he just looks to and fro. I bet he gets tired of running back and forth all over the earth, but God's just looking. He's looking right here today, and he's looking over in another nation today. He can see everything at once. 
He's not confused. The Lord said unto Satan, Hast thou considered my servant Job? He said, there's, there's none like him in the earth. A perfect and upright man and the fear of God. And he pretty much says he, he hates evil. You know what we need today? We need everybody in here to get engaged today. Those on the back row, you need engaged. Those on the middle row, you need to be engaged. Those on the front row, you need to be engaged. You need to hear what this preacher says to tell you because I'm going to tell you something that's going to help you today. And Satan answered the Lord and said, Thou, Job, fear God for naught. Thou put a hedge about him, about his house, and about all that he hath on every side. Thou blessed the work of his hands, and, and his substance is increased in the land. Not only was he blessed, other people knew he was blessed because uh, he served God. People were looking at this man and said, God is working in his life. But I want you to, he said, but put forth thou hand and touch all that he hath, and he will curse thee to thou face. And the Lord said unto Satan, behold, it's in your power. See, the devil can't do anything unless God allows him to do it. That's why I get up every morning, I plead the blood, and I pray a wall of fire about my family and my home. I even pray over my dog, Brother B. I ain't going to tell you what he just said. He was doing all these things right. But then all of a sudden, here comes some bad news. Notice what Satan said. Let me start getting his stuff. Let me tell everybody. Satan doesn't care if you have a bass boat. Or a side-by-side or a Cadillac or a brand new Chevrolet truck. He doesn't care about all that stuff. But here's one thing that he does know. He knows that most people, uh, most people's faith is connected to their stuff. Then when we lose our job, we start feeling like God has disappointed us. God had never disappointed you. You remember, now, most of us probably don't do everything right, but the Bible says Job was doing everything right, uh, and God allowed the devil to start touching his stuff. And when the devil starts touching us, our stuff, the first thing we do, we don't want to come to church. Uh, we want to have a boo-hoo party. And we want to start blaming God because our faith is connected to our stuff, our And then he finds out that his stuff wasn't important to Job. So he, go, he goes and takes his children. Now, I think most of us in here, if he comes after our children, we're going to get some fight in us. I want you to think a moment. That's why I'm not saying nothing. 
I'm not out of stuff to say. I want everybody to think. So he comes after his children because he knows our faith is connected to our children and then to our health. Not only that, to our own flesh. If we get sick, we wonder where God's at. I don't have all the answers today, but I do have a word from the Lord. Because here's what happens. Our stuff, our families, sickness, all these things, our life causes a crack in our spirit. And it, it ain't always the devil, it's just life. Things happen to everybody. And then we get a crack in our spirit. And I'm going to tell you, once you get a crack in the spirit, the devil wants to take advantage of that. And I want to minister to somebody today. Huh? And I'm going to tell you, once you get a crack in there, the devil wants to come in and he starts putting wedges in there because he doesn't want it to heal. I'm talking to people back 30 and 40 years ago. I feel the Holy Ghost. I'm talking to people six months ago or a week ago. I'm talking about people that's been divorced and hurt and abused today. I'm talking about people. I'm not way off in left field. And in, 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 in life has cracked your spirit so much. Guess what? You ain't had time to heal. An affection has got in there. And I'm going to tell you, church, if the hand's sick, the rest of the body's going to be sick. We need everybody on board. Amen. We don't just have church on Sunday. We have church on Wednesday. We have connect groups. We have prayer meetings. We have count meetings. We need everybody involved. We get that crack in our spirit. And then all of a sudden, we can't heal. We come to church. Uh, we come out. I'm talking to some guests today. Uh, amen. This preacher's speaking to you. He didn't know who was going to be here, but the Holy Ghost was speaking to me this morning. Uh, since some people walked in there, uh, and they've allowed the devil to stick a crack in there, uh, and I can't heal them. Uh, I can't bind up the wound, uh, but I'm here to bind up the wound today. Uh, I'm here to put a little bomb on it. Uh, I'm here to put a little oil on it. Uh, I'm here to put a little antibiotic on it because I want to heal my people today come on if your faith is attached to anything but God you're going to have a lot of problems in life I hope nothing ever happens to my kids I hope nothing ever happens to my family but there's been some things in my life that caused some cracks and it took some time to heal but I allow some people to heal me I allow people to speak into my life I was on every time I walked into a church I was in an altar because the master walked in the door Then we become hard to the preaching. We become hard to the word of God because we say, I can deal with this. I, I, can, I can deal with all these cracks. You know, I've been in construction for 30 years and I've seen some great concrete men 
But at every concrete slab that's been poured, it gets a crack in it. And I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you something. If you live a little while, you're going to get some cracks. I said you're going to get some cracks in your spirit. You know what I need right now? I need some people to be honest today. I need, I need some men to be honest with you. You know why your children don't pray in the altar, men? Because you're not praying in the altar. You know why they're not in the prayer room? Because you're not in the prayer room. You need to be up here lifting your hands and let some tears fall out. all to work. When you get up here, this is the surgery room. Surgery's taking place. Hey, we don't need to be up here talking. We don't need to be up here wasting time because I want everybody to hear me today because when you walk up here, there's surgery taking place. Somebody needs a heart operation. Somebody needs a transplant. Somebody needs to be delivered. One person can't do it alone. The doctors had done scrubbed up. They done put their gloves on. They got their mask on. Ain't nobody can just walk into this area. Because they come, they come to sew up some wounds. They come to heal some things. All the religious people in Jesus' time, they, all they did was cast judgment on people. All they did was want to throw people away. Jesus said, hey, I, I came to seek and to save that which was lost. There's going to be a time of judgment, but today is a day of healing. There's so many testimonies in this building. We allow people to testify. And I'm going to tell you something. You, you, you can get just a little bitty cut on you. And you, if you don't allow that thing to heal, if you don't doctor that thing, it'll get your whole body infected. Even when you're doing everything right. 
Even when you're praying right. Even when you're fasting right. Even when you're being faithful. And you go, I've been in the altar many times. I remember, I, I told you before, seven or eight years ago when that boy got killed in front of me. And I just laid and I'm like, oh. And, and I was just thinking, God, why did this happen to me? Uh, why, why did this happen to me? And then I read a book called Seven Decisions uh, of Andy Andrews, uh, where he lost both of his parents in one year, and he was living out of garbage cans and living in other people's garages. Uh, and, and, and one day, somebody said, "He said, why not me? Why can't God? Why can't something happen to me? Who do I think I am uh, that I can't be infected or, or I can't be broken?" Uh, but here is the answer. Uh, when Jesus walked into my life, uh, he healed some things. Uh, well, oh, I, I got too much pride, preacher. I, I'm a man. Yeah, you're going to go down like a man. The same way you stand like a man, you can go down like a man. You can be broken. I'm talking to a lot of people. Don't, don't look and say, oh, he's he ain't talking to me. I'm talking to you. I'm talking to the guests. I'm talking to everybody today. Oh, I'm tough. Yeah, I was too. I used to fight all the time. I used to do martial arts. I used to box. But I'm going to tell you, the devil knows how to break you. He'll fight. He won't come to you with something you know how to get over. He'll take, he'll take something away from you. You don't think Job wasn't broken when they took all his children? And then we sit week after week disengage. I'm going to go fulfill my duty. Oh, it's more than a duty. It's a broken world. It's a broken world out there. I'm not trying to just touch your emotion today. Go watch a movie. I'm talking about the Word of God. Jesus was walking and the apostle said, oh, they're not... They, they, they just, Lord, they won't hear us. They, they won't listen to us. God cast fire at them. He said, you don't know what spirit you are. I came to help people. I came to bind up wounds. I came to heal. I came to sew some stuff up today. I came to get rid of some bitterness. I came to get rid of some brokenness. For some people... You know where you're going to be healed at? It's when you get baptized in water in the name of Jesus today. It's going to be when you get down in that water. You go down in that water. There's no magic formula in the water. But it's about obedience. And you go down that water. And you go in there with your brokenness. You go in there with your past. Amen. Don't just leave here today and go to McDonald's or wherever you're going to eat. But what you ought to do is go pass through the water today and watch the Holy Ghost heal you again. Let the Holy Ghost sew you up again. 
Take your hand. Take your hand. I'll follow him, said the devil. Take your hand off his life. Some of you it's you need to come to the altar again today. You need the baptism of the Holy Ghost with speaking in other tongues. That's why the denominal world, their churches are declining every day. My mother-in-law's church that she went to is completely closed now. All it is is a relic. The town bought it where people can pass by and say, that's what it used to be. It used to be a church. It used to be a place of healing. It used to be a place where people can come. Oh, my God. Oh, forget, forbid the day that our church was closed down and nobody could be ministered to. Nobody could be healed again. We can't stop just here. We got to minister wherever we go and let God flow out of us. Let I watch you suffer. Watch my wife suffer. Action. Just trauma, 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 trauma. And that's why some of us in here, we've been, we've had so much trauma in life. We just don't, I'm talking to somebody. And this altar is open anytime you can come. You've been pushed around. You've been hit in the head every time you turn around. You don't know which way you're going to go. Your spirit's been cracked. The devil's got so many wedges in there that the Lord says, you come to this surgery room today. I'm going to pull all of them wedges out because he has no authority over God's people. I sat on that front row last Monday with my wife and I watched her worship God. She was the only one in the building that had her hands up. The funeral director's daughter-in-law said, or the funeral director's daughter said she called her mom, said she'd never been in a funeral like that before. There was so present strong of the Holy Ghost. Just like it is here right now. I want everybody to stand. Here comes Job's friends. He he must have sinned. Surely Job sinned. Surely he sinned. Let me tell you something. The crack in your spirit ain't because you sin. It's because you're just normal. You're a human being. That's why you need a church family. That's why you need an apostolic church. Not a church where you go that you got to stay seated and you can't say anything. You can't move and you just sit there and you bleed out. 
And inside, you're crying out, say, I, I need help. I need help. The preacher's not ministering to me. I need help. And, and, and there's a lot of people, you're bleeding today. But the master is here. I'm not going to beg you to come today. I know who you are. I know people here. This altar ought to be full of everybody, from the guests to the, the people. You ought to be coming up here to the surgery room. There's people, you're angry. Well, I, I you're angry. You're angry at the government. You're angry at people. You got hate in your heart. That's a sickness. You know why? Because you watch the news all the time and they poison your spirit. Oh, I feel so tall. Yeah, Come on. Everybody needs to be in this altar. I'm not excusing anybody today. If you walk out of here today, you're walking out because the Holy Ghost hears me talking to everybody. Your voice ought to be lifted up right now. Come on, church family. There's guests here. You need to minister to them too. You, you say, I, I ain't got time to come to church. You better hear this preacher. The devil's watching you. He wants to get you. You're making excuses not to be in the house of God. He's already got you. He's already dealing with you. He's already pulled on you. He's already pulled in your mind. You better be in this house of God. Come on, every eye closed. That means everybody. I need everybody. Hear me. Hear me. Every eye closed. Lifting your voice to God. Well, I lost my job, preacher. I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm going to tell you what you're going to do. You're going to trust God. <laughs> Come on, men. I need men to be men. I need you to strap your boots on and get in this altar and pray. Quit being it. Shut that out of my Come here, Brother Ryan. Come here, Brother Ryan. In the name of Jesus, lift him up in the Holy Ghost. I watch men, they can't even cry anymore. They've hardened their heart towards God. You're supposed to be leading your family. When your family's hurting and broken, they need to see you lifting them up. They need you to be strong. They need you to pray for them. You don't need to let the devil take your family. Come on, if you need the Holy Ghost, raise your hands and begin to worship God. Come on, church, it's too quiet. There ought to be a spirit of travail in here. There ought to be a release in here. In the name of Jesus, take your hands off of his thoughts. In the name of Jesus. Come 
on, we need unity. If the hand sick, the foot sick. If the chest is sick, everybody's sick. <laughs> Release her in Jesus' name. Come on, church family, minister to somebody. Minister to your guests. Come on, I need some preachers over here with this young man. In the name of Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Minister to him right now, God. Oh, that's it, buddy. Come on, church. Come on. Come on, church. I'm going to push you. There's some people here. You don't let anything move you. The only thing you got on your mind is getting out of here because the Holy Ghost has convicted you over and over again. And you cannot be moved. But God is going to move you one way or the other. The Holy Ghost is going to move you one way or the other. Come on, we're standing around. We ought to be ministering with somebody. Say that up higher. Oh, Jesus. Right now, in the name of Jesus. Come on, preachers. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Come on, Mano. Come on, brother. Use my hands on him. Come on, Mano. Come on, come on, pray, 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 pray. Church is kind of quiet. We don't need to be quiet. I'm sick of fear. I'm not going to live in fear. I cursed it in the name of Jesus. 
Oh, church family, minister to people.
loosen, loosen. Oh, it's a breakthrough right now.
why don't we lift our hands all over this place and just worship the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Don't you appreciate what you felt and experienced in the house of the Lord today? Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Lord Jesus. That's right. Let's just thank him. Lord, I praise you and I thank you and I worship you. get in trouble right now but the Lord spoke to me where's brother Aaron brother Aaron somebody go get brother Aaron come here brother Aaron when are you leaving brother Aaron you see I, I prophesied over this boy I know a lot of people have and the Lord just spoke to me I'm going, I'm going to give him something because I believe in him. And uh, if you want to give him some extra day, is that okay? Me and my wife will give you $500, brother. Write him a check, Sister Kobe. He'll never have to help you. I don't want you to worry about finances because I know God's got his hand on you. I believe in missions. Amen. If you want to give him something, you can. If you don't have to, you may already give it to him. I don't want him to go over there and have to worry about money or financial. Keep your hands up on him, God. In the name of Jesus, use him, God, greatly. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. Let's give the Lord a hand clap of praise today. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. There's been people that have been mightily touched by the Holy Ghost. There's been folks that God has began something in your life. The Bible said, he that has begun a good work in you is able to complete it. There's some of you that God just began doing something, and when he's done, it's going to be the most awesome change and blessing that you've ever seen. Amen. I'm excited for what God's doing. Praise the Lord. We've had some filled with the Holy Ghost for the first time this morning. I know we baptized at least one already in Jesus' name. Amen. 6.30 tonight at Potts Camp at Work Tired Auto. We're going to have tent revival one more time. Amen. God is going to do something awesome. Come. Come ready to worship and come ready to see God do great things. Amen. You can bring your tithe and be dismissed in the name of the Lord.